Welcome to the Small Business Community Network podcast, your connection to the small business community. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org and find out how we can help your business grow. We're proudly supported by TELUS, the future is friendly, and by Prime Information Security, because business is risky enough. Everyone, it's Linda OJ here, SBCN co-founder with another SBCN Small Biz podcast. Today we have our favourite regular guest, Steve Bentley, Northern River Financial. Hey Steve, how are you today? I'm great, how are you this morning? Doing really well, I love the weather. So you've just got back from the cottage, I guess? Uh, yeah, it seems like as soon as I get back, I'm on my way up again. So oh, you're it's lucky just that thing. type of year. Because <laughs> I, I guess you can work from there as well remotely, right? Well, I've got an office in Huntsville, and I've got family business up in Huntsville, too. So I, I spend most of the summer and, and fall up there, in there at least for okay. part of each week. I'm not jealous at all. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a beautiful place. So today, I wanted to talk to you about um, a topic that's hot uh, in the media at the moment, and um, I think we're veering away a little bit, aren't we, into more of um, a chat about lots of different topics, which in the end does relate back to, to small business. So that's a good idea, isn't it, Steve? I think it's a great idea because there's a lot of information out there, and it's great to sort of just reflect on some of it and certainly how it applies to small businesses and businesses in general, and I'm looking forward to this new format. Perfect. So... Um, I've got three sons and a daughter, as you know, and I believe you've got um, two sons. Yeah. Yeah, so what's been in the media a lot lately is this perceived glass ceiling. And a lot of people might not know what the glass ceiling is, so we'll explain as we go along. But um, I wanted to talk about how the younger females who are not yet in the workplace, but they're thinking about entering the workplace, you know, the workforce, might be intimidated by the negative press surrounding women who claim to be stuck underneath the glass ceiling. So you know what the glass ceiling is, don't you, Steve? Yeah, you know, I think there's a lot of truth to it, but there's also a lot of self-perception of what that is. And I think that's the first thing when dealing with, with young ladies is really getting them to understand that a lot of their limitation is, is something they can overcome either personally or through, you know, interacting with the people they're dealing with. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And you're a guy, so really you're saying the best thing ever. So we have a bit of controversy here because we have the women, the females who are awesome. I love every woman, I love every man, I love everybody. But they are saying it is the male population who's, you know, stopped them getting to the top of their profession. So the glass ceiling really doesn't exist. It's in our imagination, I think. My thoughts are, if you want to get to the top of your profession and you're a female or a man, it's easy enough to do if you are really good at what you want to do, you know, your, your chosen profession. Not only that, you give, you know, 100%, 101%, and you don't ask for any favours because you're a man or a woman. Now, you can disagree with me if you like. I don't really care. What are your thoughts on that? I think the the problem is that a lot of a lot of women are dealing with some pre-existing uh, stereotypes and pre-existing conditions. I I think, for example, one thing is if you're looking at somebody going for a job and they're looking at you know male counterparts and female counterparts, so there is a, certainly a documented wage discrepancy, and that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I think it, it's changing. It's really changing. You know, if you look back ten, twenty years ago, I think 
certainly there was, it was a lot stronger and there was a lot of predefined concepts in terms of how things should be done. And it was a lot of male domination, but I think that's really changed in the last number of years. And I think really the strongest, you know, inhibition for, for ladies right now is just their own perceived abilities okay. to do things. And I think if we've got the right attitude and positive attitude, they certainly can get where they need to go. Exactly. And when you say it's changed, I mean, we have to be, I know this sounds like a cliche, we have to be part of the change that we want to happen. So I do see a lot of, you know, certain demographics complaining, but not doing anything to change it. So this morning I was watching our local news on the TV, not being political at all. I don't want to bring this into the political arena. It's just my observation when I said women being treated differently to men in business and what I think, my question is, are we demotivating the younger women not to aim for the top because of the negative media surrounding women today? So my example I'm going to throw to you, Steve, is we probably, I think it's definite, have a new British Prime Minister, Theresa May. The media is hinting that she's doomed to failure and she won't get any support from her male counterparts. So if the young females or any female in the world really are looking at this or looking to enter the workforce, surely that may make them think, what's the point? Why bother trying? You know, I think you've got to look back a little bit in history. We so much as things have changed a lot as well. You go back to Margaret Thatcher. I mean, love her or like her. I mean, she was, or hate her, I guess, but she was a lady who was very strong, very, very strong in her, her opinion, very strong in her personality. And she got to a very, you know, a place where she had a lot of respect around the world. Mm-hmm. So I think that is more determined through the personality. But I think the problem is anything that happens, there's always negative press. Mm-hmm. And you look at just with Brex and exactly what's happened and all the negativity that's come out of the political system in, the, mm-hmm. in, in England. But I'll say one thing that they can do is when they need to make a change in prime minister, look how quickly it happens. Look how long it takes in the States or Canada. And I think <laughs> she has got a track record that people should look to. She's going to have a lot of challenges. She's in, you know, walking into a very difficult situation, but she's got a very strong message. And I think one of the strongest things she just said, and we're not going to take it politically, but she's going to stand by the referendum. I mean, that's what was decided. And I think that's a very strong statement, but I think it just, just let let me finish on that point. It reflects in her personality. What what that, I believe, um, reflects to the the people who are watching, whether you're, you know, males, females, whatever, is that, you know, she is going to do her best by what she believes is the right thing to do. She's going to stick to her principles. Now, I'm not suggesting that the younger women or the women who are already in the workforce change their principles or, or do anything that they don't feel comfortable doing to get to the top of their profession. But, I mean, plan, plan. So I knew I knew that I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. I knew I wanted four children. So when I planned my career many years ago in the UK, I knew it would be a short term. I knew I wanted to work as a secretary. I knew when I wanted my first child, and I knew I wasn't going back to work. If you want to be at the top of your profession and you know you want to be a mom, you want to, you know, actually... Um, have time off work to be a mom and you're a VP and that kind of thing. Yes, it causes challenges for the for the place that you work and it's expensive and all that kind of thing. But there are workabouts as long as the person who's taking the leave to be a mom or taking the leave to be a dad, as long as they're happy, you know, if they are maybe um, asked to find a workaround that works for not just them, but the, the place they work for as well. It can't be a case of, you know, 
well, I'm a VP, but I can't work because the child's ill or I'm traveling the world with my husband on my maternity leave. Do you know where I'm coming from? So set the it's everybody's decision to have a family, whether male or female. Yep. There's always got to be contingencies, and yep. that doesn't remove yourself from your work responsibilities, right? I, don't I think, think so, people no. just need to make sure they've got those contingencies and think ahead as opposed to just throwing up their hands and saying, well, I can't do this work-wise because my child's ill. Well, that doesn't relieve you of the responsibility that you have with your employer or with your business. Mm -hmm. Now, we deal a lot, you and I, with um, new and existing businesses, small, medium, large, whatever. And the challenge I encountered many years ago when I started my speaking business was basically... You know, the first, the minute I said, no, I haven't been to university, I haven't been to college. Yeah, I was a stay-at-home mom. I did get a bit of like, you know, well, we're not interested in you or we're not going to take you seriously. So what I did then, I educated myself, I networked, I did everything to help myself to be the top of my profession. And so I think what you and I can do is encourage anyone listening to this podcast, female, male, whatever, is to say, be the best you can be, plan ahead. I mean, what do you think? What advice have you got, Steve? It's interesting uh, at this point in the discussion because, as you know, I'm mentoring with Starter Company with the local business uh, center, and there's a mixture of young uh, female and male entrepreneurs, and it's amazing the demographics. And you know, on either, whether you're looking at male or female, the ones that are going to succeed are the ones that have a plan, the ones that have drive, the ones that mm-hmm. have ambition. And there was one lady in particular who's going to school full-time and she's running this awesome business, mm-hmm. but she's doing that on her own. She's doing that through the summer, mm-hmm. but nothing stands in her way. She's, you know, very headstrong. I don't mean opinionated, but very headstrong and focused. And I think Good. ultimately that's what it comes to, right? And mm-hmm. as you said, a couple of ladies that I am mentoring for SBCN, they've got to be more positive about themselves. Like they really know what they want to do and they've got to find that direction. I think that needs to be the first thing. And anybody who can do that should be able to accomplish what they really want to. I believe so. And I also know that men are very open, maybe not 100% of men, but most men in the corporate world, in, in the world that we live in as well, you know, the smaller business world, men are there like you, Steve, to help the women who want the help but are prepared to work forward and not say, well, do it all for me. So this perceived glass ceiling, people should really not get me in on this discussion because I'm quite passionate about it. I believe a man or woman can do anything they want in life, you know, and get to the top. And I hope that the the new British Prime Minister, and if we have, um, well, not we, but if America has, um, and they're not being political, a a woman... um, um, president, I believe they should get support and and, and try and um, make a go of, you know, whatever it is they're doing. I know it's political, but the thing is, let's at least give them a go. And again, I'm not, you know, saying I'll, I want this political party or that political party, but we, we deserved um, somebody helping us all those years ago, didn't we, Steve? Somebody gave us a chance. So I think we should forget the political, we should forget age, we should forget why label people anyhow. What? I'm fed up with labels, you know, I'm a female, you're a guy. I don't go around saying, I'm a female, did you know I'm a female, so I want this, that, and the other. Do you go around saying, well, I'm a, a male, so I need this, that, and the other? No, and you know, it's unfortunate that some ladies feel they have to make that statement, and I think they need to just, and everybody around just needs to remove the politics from it and look at the capabilities of people. Uh-huh. And they're not going to get anywhere by, by labeling themselves. They need to find their own direction. And I think those that are strong-willed and those who are, you know, assertive and are positive and believe in themselves, and I think that's a big part of it too, uh-huh. is their self-belief and their, their, their ability and their belief in their ability to accomplish what they want. 
Um, I, I don't like labels and I don't like yeah. the politics of it. I think we got to remove that, whether it's, you know, in the political system or even just in business. There's too much of it. Now, a quick question before we uh, finish um, this fantastic, you know, awesome debate, whatever you want to call it, chat. Um, as I said, I've got three boys and a girl and you've got the two boys, right? Yes. Do you think if you did have a daughter, um, you could like put yourself in the position of, and, and think to yourself, I know it's a hard question, would you treat the daughter differently to the to the boys or would you say, well, obviously there are some differences, but in, in essence, they are really to be treated the same in, in, in many ways? I, yeah, I would like to think I would. I don't think anybody can say that emphatically. And sometimes I think self-reflection or getting other people's perspective helps mm-hmm. in that. But mm-hmm. Ultimately, if I, you ask me that direct question, would I want to do and treat everybody the same? Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't think gender has really anything to do with the capabilities of going to where they want to go. And this is why uh, I think... And it shouldn't, unfortunately. Well, this is why I think you've made such a success of your business. Um, you make such a success of, of um, well, you both businesses, but also mentoring people, helping people, being a big part of growing communities. But basically... Um, You've given your boys, you've given your sons the tools, the support, the encouragement to know that they can do anything they want. And this is what I've done with my boys and my girl. And I've said to them, it's entirely up to you. Nothing can can actually hold you back. I mean, I think it's good if we can communicate well and we can do our best to get on with the people who are negative because that way you can be more influential versus saying, well, I just can't break through the glass ceiling, so I'm going to create bad press and I'm going to say, poo me. And I think that's got to stop. I think you just mentioned the fact that, you know, in some cases there's self-imposed limitations mm-hmm. and, and the perceptions that people have preconceived, if you want, that, that really are artificial and, and they should be removed. And you know, I think people should associate with those that have a positive perspective and not those that have a negative perspective. That's why I don't spend a lot of time listening to the news, because it's all negatively driven. People have to stand up for themselves and be positive and move forward. Yeah, you know, that that is why I love having these discussions with you. I love networking with you and, and being a part of your community, because you're one of the most, um, I think, um, positive and um really, really nice people I've ever met. And you've just, we've talked about it in past podcasts, you've gone through a rebranding process and not at one point did I hear you say, it's hard work, I can't cope, I'm going to give up, I'm just going to do half a job. And whether you're a male or a female, that's the attitude we have to take. We'll do the best we can do. It's funny you said that. I had a lady say that to me the other day and it was one of the best compliments I ever got. Really? Mm-hmm. Just out of the blue, I thought, really, thank you. Yeah, and you know, it's lovely having a compliment, isn't it? But you know what I've discovered over time, and I don't know whether this is the same as you, when people see you as capable, successful, whatever label people want to put on us, they don't always say, well, job well done, or even a thank you. They think it's just something maybe that they don't think about or they don't think we need because we know we've done a good job or we know they appreciate it. I think we should do more of that. I think there's so many people who are quick to complain, but there's not enough people who actually take a time mm-hmm. to just pass on a compliment to somebody or to a business. Mm-hmm. I think that, that that's such a strong message and so needed in a lot yeah. of cases. Maybe that's our next, next discussion. Then we were ready to complain, but not say job well done. So <laughs> any more fantastic points about, you know, women in the workforce today, glass ceilings, you know, anything at all before we leave? I, it, I, I just think it's good to get this kind of discussion on, you know, uh, out there because there's probably a lot of people thinking the same thing. And mm-hmm. I think there's, there's such a, a strong form, you know, 
especially social media, to have some of these discussions that I think people should engage in them more. And it's interesting getting perspectives from, from different people and even engaging with them. So I, I think it's just more of a promotion of this kind of discussion that's mm-hmm. helpful for everybody. I, I totally agree, um, and thank you for your time, because I know you're really, really busy, as you say, and you're always hopping here, there, and everywhere. Look forward to another chat. Um, is it next week or the week after? I think it's the week after, isn't it? I'm not sure, but we'll, we'll do a double check on that. You will be here, I know. Have a great day, Steve. <laughs> All right, take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 